Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Lazy Fazy Oddcast of Wonder and Whimsy. <laughs> I am your humble host, Doug Dugsley Dugertons, and I am so happy to be here for episode one. This is the real, real first episode. Thank you all for turning into episode zero. I appreciate it. I've been receiving so much enthusiasm, so many warm words, and they are not going unnoticed. So thank you all for listening to that if you have. If you haven't, it's worth still checking out. It's a quick 15-minute tidbit episode just to get a grasp on what exactly this oddcast is all about. So please check that out if you haven't. Uh, I have a few announcements to get into before we get into the meat of this episode, which, by the way, is sort of just a self-intro episode, nothing crazy. I just want to talk about myself and why I want to create this space. Because, uh, more so, so episode zero is just sort of like, what? why does this exist? Why do I, why is this here? But this is like why I'm in charge <laughs> of this space and why I feel like I am mm, not necessarily worthy of being in the space but more so just I don't know I just want you to understand I just want you to get to know me right because like when, when you jump into an odd cast or a podcast as many people have I want you guys to know where I'm coming from I guess and know that what I'm speaking from my experiences my lifestyle my code of conduct my ethics it's like and also just like my history involving getting deep into witchcraft and not just witchcraft, but like also just like esoterica and occult and all the silly things that a Dugsley does, right? <laughs> so I, uh, the odd cast would not exist without Dugsley. So let me tell you a little bit about Dugsley, about who I am, about what I represent and about all the, I, I kept trying to think of a better word than like resume because that's so clinical and business and boring, but that that's essentially what this is, uh, what this episode's going to be. It's it's all about Dugsley, okay? And tea. And we're going to also pull some tarot cards in a little bit too. So, but before we get into all of that, there's a few things I want to say regarding the podcast, regarding, uh, and also just like me as a person, maybe this is more and more business oriented stuff, but bear with me. I, I think all these things are important and relevant to talk about to you guys as well, even if this is your first time ever listening to this. Uh, so first of all, we should be on every major podcasting platform right now, including YouTube. But if I'm missing any, please let me know. This is the time to let me know. Like if you're like, oh, damn, I really wanted to listen to the podcast on uh, Castmania, my favorite podcasting platform. It's like, wow, I can't believe I forgot Castmania. That's really cringe. So you you have to let me know now, or else <laughs> I'm probably I, I it, it, I'm probably not gonna add another. You know what I mean? Like I added this to so many, but I I don't listen to podcasts just to be totally upfront. I don't think I've ever listened to a podcast. Not even <laughs> not even Celestial Cafe very much. And so I don't I don't really know the intricacies of how any of this works, uh which might be a self-report. But if there's any that I'm missing, let me know. This is the time I would love to get myself out there and get myself as accessible as possible to those who are listening. And for those who are listening on Spotify, I just want to let you guys know at the end of every episode, there's a poll and a Q&A question that is asked, which I think is really cool. So make sure to listen to the whole episode and so you can answer those questions. I don't know. I think that's such a cool little 
option that they have given us and I will definitely utilize. So definitely, I don't know. I have no idea what the question is going to be this time or the poll, honestly. So I guess we'll see (laughs) as the episode goes on. And I also want to shout out to people who listen on YouTube. I really like YouTube as a platform and I'm excited to start uploading on there. I will be uploading videos eventually that are just not related to the podcast, but uh, this is a good time to sub to my YouTube, which is at Dugsley. Uh, Pretty much everything, even though this is the Lazy Fazy Oddcast, pretty much everything that I'm going to be talking about here is going to be connected to Dugsley in some way, okay? But like as, as a moniker, as a name. But speaking of Fazy real quick before we go into a little couple more Dugsley things. Uh, one thing that I want to recommend to those who are excited to keep up with here, us here on the podcast is to subscribe to the Fazy newsletter, which is on my website, Fazy.love. If you scroll down on the main page, there should be a newsletter sign up. And what I'm planning to do is that with every episode, about an hour after it shows up on all podcasting platforms and YouTube, uh, <laughs> I'm also going to send out a newsletter. And it's just going to be full of silly little Dugsley information, maybe some sales and some discount codes sometimes for my website. But it, it's the best way I feel to be updated on when new episodes come out and to just keep up. You know, you don't want to miss out on any of the odd cast fun, right? You don't want to be, I mean, this is timeless. Hello to everyone who's listening in the future as well. But for those of you who are early birds and who are part of this odd cast humble beginnings, like, I think this is a great time to sub to the newsletter. There's also just going to be silly Dukesley rambles in there. I started working on the newsletter yesterday, and I already have an entire ramble dedicated to Neopets on it, So, <laughs> which I know everyone really wants. So that that's that's what everyone's signing up for, and not, definitely not like tarot stuff. Just like, you want, you want to hear me talk about my Shoiru, surely. So... I recommend you do that if you want to keep up with me and anything that is oddcast related. Um, I also have my Kofi open. And for those who don't know, Kofi is a Patreon alternative. It's kind of cool because it also functions as a tip jar and like an art gallery for those who make art. Um, but what I'm using it for is definitely like an equivalent to Patreon, which is memberships and tiers uh, to support me. And This is actually mostly for my stream, (laughs) but I figured I'd bring it up here because this is likely the best way to support the oddcast and support me on a regular basis, if not buying readings from Fazy. At least there's an option for this, and there's two tiers right now. There's one at the 222 tier, which are the silly shrooms. Okay, that's $2.22, by the way. And then there's one at the $5.55 tier. You could be a party frog. Okay, so <laughs> those are your two choices. If you go to Kofi, which is ko-fi.com slash Dugsley, all that information for what you get in each tier should be written there. Just as a quick rundown, the, the 222 tier, the Silly Shrooms, uh, that's a general support tier. But you also get a monthly tarot ramble, which I actually just uploaded for July, where I talk at length about the Empress. So if that's something that interests interests you, you can become a member for $2.22 a month. You get to read that, carry that wisdom with you for a month. And there's going to be a new one coming up in August as well. The Empress is sort of this beginning of the the Kofi journey is so romantic and and beautiful as well 
But uh, the 555 tier, you get a lot of fun stuff, like behind-the-scenes oddcast stuff, my oddcast notes when we start to do astrological deep dives, uh, and even stuff like exclusive Cooper pictures. Cooper's my dog. <laughs> it's silly shit like that. So uh, if that is something that appeals to you, I just want to let you know that's an option at Kofi. Plus, by the way, all the links to all these things should be in the episode archive, which is attached to the oddcast main page, which is phasey.love slash oddcast. Okay. I think I got all the important advertising stuff out of the way. One more thing. Oh my God, I almost forgot. I'm going to be streaming on Twitch again. I kind of took a little sabbatical, but I'm ready to jump in again. We're going to be doing this once a week, every Monday afternoon EST. So please stop by my Twitch stream as well. I read tarot there. I do coloring book streams. I play video games sometimes. I'm thinking of playing some Splatoon again on there for everyone. Uh, but mostly we're going to be uh, reading tarot there. So that'll be Mondays at twitch.tv slash Come check me out. I love to stream, so I'm excited to hang out with everyone again as I had to take some time to figure just, like, all this shit out, you know? <laughs> just, like, all these changes I'm, I'm going through right now. And adding a podcast to my, like, weekly itinerary. You know what I mean? But that's it. And I just want to say thank you again to anyone who tuned in for episode one and are showing up today as well. I appreciate it. And... Let's make this oddcast very silly, very informational, very whimsical, and very inspiring. And I, I, this is only the beginning, right? <laughs> so thanks for uh, joining me on this early trek into oddcastdom. So before we begin, before we start to talk about me... <laughs> which I'm actually a little nervous about, uh, which is not normal for me, I gotta admit. I guess I'll talk about that a little later, though. I would love to ask, maybe this will, This is going to be our Q&A question, okay, for Spotify listeners, but if there's any way you can contact me and tell me what you are drinking, I would love to know. Okay, so what are you drinking? What are you sipping on right now? And if you're not sipping on anything, should you? Check in with yourself. Are you thirsty? Do you need some water? Or do you need some tea or some coffee? Even, and, and you know, this is a question we used to ask in Celestial Cafe. And there would be like a lot of shame around those that would be like, I'm drinking a Pepsi. And it's like, no, no, no. Like, don't feel bad. These these things exist to be drunk. <laughs> you know? And I am, I am not going to judge you. No one should for drinking a soda. Okay. Judgment-free zone. I will say, however, that today my drink of choice is water. Actually, okay, I'm a Pisces dominant, so I have three drinks next to me. I have a, a water, nice big 32-ounce fresh. I've got an iced matcha latte, which is my normal these days. This is my go-to about every morning for, like, the past couple weeks, which is kind of amazing. I'm not much of a caffeine drinker, but I've just been loving the matcha lattes. I, I don't know. this. I I've never been so headlocked by a beverage before i'm just so lost in the matcha sauce and i'm like so experimentational Ooh, that was a fun word i don't think that was actually a word and to like like making it taste better and be more flavor i don't know i'm i love matcha i'm also an expertista so i am like how can i serve this to my inner customer to make it the best matcha ever 
Um, but I also have a third drink, which is very nostalgic for me. And the one that inspired me asking this question, which is my my peach tea, my peach sleep potion tea. Uh, I didn't add any sleep potion magic to it, though. It's just so it's just yummy, delicious peach tea this time. And what that consists of is so a nice bag of fresh peach tea. <laughs> and, believe it or not and some oat milk just a splash and a bit of manuka honey and a dash of vanilla vanilla extract in this case i used to just throw full whole ass like vanilla bean paste in here <laughs> when i used to make it back in the day but it's sort of poetic because this tea was the first spell that I ever made when starting to venture into witchcraft. And now I'm here doing a whole podcast sort of dedicated and in honor of like daily magical practice and just celebrating the, the magic in the mundane, right? And it's sort of interesting to see how my very personal vulnerable journey of magic is now evolving into a space where I'm now talking about it and waxing poetic about it and I don't know feelings right <laughs> magical magical little feelings are occurring so once again this is your call to action get yourself a drink if you haven't this is meant to be a little cozy episode nothing crazy is gonna happen today let's all just get to know each other and uh I mean especially me <laughs> I, I fear. I fear it's it's going to be mostly about me, but I'd love to know about all of you, too. I do have a Discord, if you guys want to introduce yourself, by the way. That'll be in the links below, too. Dooglandia. Everyone, everyone's welcome to Dooglandia, okay? As long as you're not a jerk. Don't be a jerk, okay? That's, my only, that's, what, that's all I ask for, okay? <laughs> okay, but enough about drinks. Now I gotta talk about me. <laughs> Which, it's so funny, because... When I was back in grade school, I loved the first day of classes because I loved, like, okay, everyone, it's time to stand in a circle and tell us about yourself. I'd be like, yes, this is my favorite day. I love to talk about myself. <laughs> and it's funny, as I've gotten older, I am definitely worse at it and less excited about it. Uh, I think I've just evolved into someone that's more like show, don't tell. But it's hard to show on an oddcast. So I there's just some, like, ground, uh, how do I want to say this? Like, I guess, like, just bullet points of who I am and what I represent and what I align with that I just kind of want to make clear and also just sort of foundationalize who made this oddcast and <laughs> where my expertise or curiosity or uh, mindsets, like, like, when I speak about and I choose specific topics, you guys will have a maybe a better understanding of like, oh, okay, Dugsley just is is multifaceted, right? And and I just I have a lot to share. So I I don't know. This is <laughs> this is this is a little harder than I thought. Okay, let me just go into some of the basics. Okay, so first of all, yes, my name is Dugsley. Okay. Uh, for those who can't see the like who who can't see the way it's spelled for any way or any reason, uh, it is spelled D O O G S L E Y. So not Duke Slee, like all the captions say. It is it is with a G and two O's and yep, I sure did spell it already. 
and my full government name is Duke Dugertons, uh, which is which is really cursed, honestly. I don't know why my mom would name me that, but I owned it. You can call me Dugesley. You can call me anything Duke-tastic. I've gotten so many nicknames over the years, so just don't be mean. That's that's always my rule. Just don't be mean, you know. Like <laughs> you can, but if you if you can come up and conjure up a name that is silly and Dukes like, I am all I'm on board. I'm always down for a good Duke moment. Okay, and I am 29 years old. I am a cis lady. She her pronouns please, and I am from the Pocono Mountains of Pennsylvania. Yeah. It, this is where I was born and raised. I've left home a couple times and have always just ended up back here for many reasons, I think. I love it here. I love Pennsylvania. I love where I live. It's rural and calm and peaceful and everyone's very kind and old. We got a lot of old people here. <laughs> I think a lot of people retire here. Uh, but... I don't know. I'm a little bit of an old soul, I suppose. So I, I can I can embody that. So shout outs to anyone else who lives in Appalachia. <laughs> I love it here. It'll be really hard for me if I ever have to move away from the East Coast. Honestly, I I like it. I like it here. <laughs> um, that that's sort of my ASL. <laughs> and. The next thing I want to talk about is my big three, my big three. So for those who are not familiar with astrology, a big calling card for those who are into astrology are what we call our big three, which is our sun sign, our moon sign, and our rising sign or our ascendant. It's just this really quick snapshot of just getting a basic understanding of a blueprint of our chart, right? These these are usually the three crowning jewels that are most likely to be anchored into and ping-ponged off of when trying to gather information on how a person lives, reacts, and also what how the universe interacts with them. For those who are familiar with astrology, I use tropical astrology, whole sign tropical. So... I am a sun in Gemini, moon in Gemini, and Pisces rising, which I love. I honor my big three so much. I am so proud and happy to be a double Gemini. I think that's just such a comfy place for me. Obviously, I'm, I'm glad it is because it's who I am. But I, it's also so funny because growing up, I would hear a lot of people be like, oh my gosh, I, I don't even like before I knew and understood the depths of astrology and people were just talking about each other's sun signs. Like, I don't feel like a Capricorn or God, they always say Libras act like this, but I'm not a Libra. And I'd be in the corner like, I kind of really relate to everything Gemini, honestly. Uh, and it was also very validating when I found out, first of all, that I'm a double Gemini, but also about my Pisces rising, because I also felt so at home with Pisces energy, which is this really heady and magically based like curiosity. And I think that curiosity falls under both Gemini, Pisces, I think mutable signs in general, and Mercurials, right? So we got like, uh, like, Virgo in that mix as well, right? Like, just very curious souls. But while Gemini is very focused on, like, trivia and, like, collecting of information, I think that my Pisces sort of 
brings it into this esoteric and occult realm of like channeling as well like gathering information just by like discerning the very subtle magics and energies that are around all of us so it's really interesting I really like my big three and just for the rest of my chart too I'm very lunar and I'm very Saturnian I have a Saturn a Saturn not the Saturn but one of the many no I'm just kidding the Saturn <laughs> in my first house and I gosh I am I'm Saturnian through and through right and for better or for worse just sort of this mishmash waltz of moon influence and taking it very seriously that's Saturn right and it's also very interesting too I was kind of pon- pontificating upon this earlier um how right now as well i'm currently going through my saturn return which for those who are uninitiated uh your saturn return is sort of like this astrological rite of passage that everyone goes through in their late 20s to early 30s because that's when the saturn in the sky like right now is aligned with the saturn in your chart in your natal chart when you were born so it's it's coming back home to where it was for you and so that means that Saturn energy is especially potent for us who are in this Saturn return time frame. And a lot of Saturn lessons are things dealing with responsibilities, boundaries, uh, getting your shit done. I call it the the adulting planet where like it's like, did you go to the DMV? Did you make the important but stressful phone call? This is all the shit that Saturn deals with. But Saturn also rules time itself. So this is when a lot of people have like quarter life crises. <laughs> crises. And uh, I think that while that's not necessarily ringing true for me, I'm definitely being confronted with a lot of my past decisions that have culminated into today's results and deciding whether or not they still align with me or if I still want to pursue those things. I don't know. It's a very interesting time to start a big project like a podcast, though. <laughs> and because just a lot of my life is evolving, I'm starting to gain new priorities and also just reprioritize my life in general. And I won't talk about that too much here, but there's a lot of change for me on the horizon and I'm still learning how to kind of flow through that. So I guess this also, this podcast might also be just sort of like a Saturn return chronicle. (laughs) I don't know. I guess we'll see. Okay, well, I guess now this is the time that I get to throw some labels at you guys (laughs) about like my, my, what, what I have done in my life or that that I feel is important and relevant to this space, uh, which is those things because this is my space that I, I get to do whatever I want in, right? But this is gonna be as as I just discussed in episode zero, this is gonna be like a a magical podcast with a a bit of gaming, a bit of yeah, a bit of like geekery, a bit of uh esoterica, but you know, just like me. I'm a little bit of a nerd, a little bit of a which, you know, I could be both things. And I also want to, I also just like this space because I get to teach others how to embrace both because I feel like that the Venn diagram of like gamer and spiritual healer, I don't know. I feel like it's not very connected. So shout out to anyone else who's in the same boat as I am. <laughs> and also as a woman too, uh, straight up. But anyway, 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 I consider myself an eclectic 
Lunar Witch. I work with the moon constantly. I love her. Oh, I could do I should do a whole episode on the moon, honestly, and all the things she's taught me and the way that she delivers her lessons and the way I get to speak with her. I just I love her so much. <laughs> uh a lot of my magic is grounded in lunar mindsets and theory and beliefs that the moon does influence so much of our day-to-day life. And I'm so honored that I get to work with such a potent and powerful energy. And this, I've been, I mean, I've been working with the moon for a very long time at this point. Uh, And I was doing some maths earlier and I think I started like this lunar journey back like 15 years ago now, which is crazy because it's been such a casual, regular part of my life. It was weird to put like a number to it. But shout out to the moon. Uh, (laughs) I am a tarot reader as well. I've been reading tarot for about 12 years. It's funny because I think a lot of, at this point, a lot of people associate me with my astrological work, but I have always considered myself a tarot reader first and foremost. I love tarot. In fact, we're going to be reading some tarot today in a little bit, so we'll get into that soon. I found tarot and For the record, like a lot of these, like my witchcraft practice, my tarot practice, my astrology practice, it all was, it's a very lotus story where all of this started blooming when I was deep, deep, deep in depression and in the muds, the muddy parts of life. And it's amazing to see these things kind of grow out of (laughs) such a miserable moment that I went through. You know, which I mean, we could talk about that another day. My humble roots in everything esoteric. But I'm also, like I said, I study astrology. I've been studying astrology for seriously, like very seriously deep in the like textbooks and shit for like the last three years. But I've been dabbling lately, treading through the astrological landscape for about as long as I've been reading tarot. That that was like when I started reading tarot is when I started learning about concepts like big three and things like sidereal versus tropical astrology right and and (laughs) that kind of stuff but it hasn't been until like a few years ago that I was like you know what I want to like actually pursue this and read like birth charts and learn horary and uh, astro cartography I've been really into as well and, and and concepts and theories like that and as you know if you listen to episode one this podcast is gonna be a huge anchor for me to really sink deeper into my learning and also share what I learned with others because I think that's also how I learn best is is teaching <laughs> so help me help you we, we everyone's getting a little something out of this I feel also a part of my spiritual resume is something I'm realizing I or I have realized uh after talking about it on Celestial Cafe a few times something that I'm realizing is something that's quite vulnerable for me and I'm still learning how to find the language to talk about it in a way that's safe and comfortable for me is my connection and relationship with the Fae. I wrote down the words Fae ambassador in my notes. Uh, That's definitely how I refer to myself when talking about the Fae. I feel like I'm sort of like this middleman translator for like what the Fae desire and what they ask of others and I can kind of be like 
you know, and, and it's usually with stuff with nature, right? Like, this is something that I've been entrenched in and a world that I've been a part of since I was a young child. And I actually did a whole episode about this on Celestial Cafe, which I recommend checking out. It's It was kind of interesting because my other co-host, one of, one of my three other co-hosts, but the one for that day was Panthera. She kind of took like an interviewer role and asked me a lot of questions. And it was really interesting for me to observe myself answering something that I've never really talked about out loud in such a way before. And I'm still learning how to navigate that. So I appreciate you guys for being patient as I learn to talk about these things. Or maybe I find out I don't want to talk about this part of my life. I don't know. It's all very interesting and intricate. And I, but I, I love Faye. And one part of Faye that I do work with and I talk about pretty often is working with unicorn energy and dragon energy. I, I just like, I love mythical creatures and I love the archetypes and the Aesops that they carry. That, that, in and of itself will be explored and discussed here, but I'm going to work on sharing my own fae experiences as time goes on, maybe. (laughs) But it's worth mentioning that it's a pretty important puzzle piece to what my spiritual journey has been about. And, um, oh gosh, I just made a mess. (laughs) Uh, Okay. And... So like with with all those things that have been said, oh yeah, the last thing is that I'm I'm a Reiki master and I use Reiki a lot all the time, honestly. Not I, I I've never like sold my services. I do it for friends and family who very sorry if you hear noise by the way, I got honey on myself, so I'm wiping honey off of my body. But <laughs> Um, I love to offer healing services to my loved ones. I haven't really conjured up the confidence to start selling it or offering it to like the grand public. It is easily one of the most important pillars of my practice is the healing arts. I love to play and explore this liminal like sixth sense and seventh sense and eighth sense. I believe we have a lot of senses that aren't just constrained to the five tangible ones. And I like to spruce up, explore, and tangle with all of these intricate, delicate, magical spaces that maybe are not as easy to tap into for the average human that have been taught to ignore these signs or like have been taught that it's crazy to believe that these things are happening right I'm okay with being the wanderer that weaves in and out of these liminal intangible spaces and sort of spruce up the aura oh that's another thing i've been seeing auras forever which i could talk about at length another time too without knowing what auras were i thought everyone could see them (laughs) and uh i don't know like all these little spiritual things combined i've been on this journey the spiritual magical journey for like 15 years now total and i love it It brings me joy. It makes life more fun. It makes life more engaging. It makes me a more active participant in what's happening around me. And I want to invite you all to see the world that I see. Because I realized as I've gotten older and more exploratory and just expanding my reach that it's not that my way is the right way and that everyone's living wrong. But I think that it would be useful to have my input in a world that is so stretched thin right now. And I think that the way that I conduct my spirituality and access it and share it with others 
could potentially be inspiring slash amusing. I'll take amusing. I'm a little bit of a court jester. (laughs) I I I want people to leave with thoughts and ideas and to be intrigued and thought provoked, you know, that those those are the anchors of what my spirituality is, is to stay curious and to stay creatively thinking about what's happening around you. But also, and and another part of my spiritual practice that's so important to me is love. I'm very anchored in self-love and in the love of the universe and in the love of others. Unconditional love. Maybe one day I, I can go in depth about how I activate my magic, but I think that's like my basic rundown of who I am and <laughs> what I'm uh why why I want to talk so much about this stuff and I don't know thank you for listening and tuning in and listening to what I have to say and uh giving me the space to let my little freak flag fly you know I I appreciate you all so with all that being said there, there's a few more things I want to talk about so that was sort of my spiritual resume but I got a few other things that I, I think are relevant to me uh <laughs> I'm a musician I love to play music I love to sing it's my favorite instrument I'm a big singer I sing every single day I play my ukulele often I've been playing ukulele for about 15 years and I love it love it love it maybe even longer than that at this point I picked up ukulele way before witchcraft that's actually so scary <laughs> the fact that it's getting close to 20 years of ukulele are you kidding me but i play a lot of silly little instruments i love the ocarina the kalimba i play a little piano here and there i would love to learn bass guitar that's like my and harp those are like my two big i love string instruments i listen to a lot of right now I, I'm, I listen to a lot of genre, but right now I'm really deep into Japanese jazz uh, and Japanese music in general. I'm really enjoying J-pop and J-indie, but I also love some good indie pop. I love uh, classical music. I love rap Ooh, I love rap. I'm I'm actually really deep into rap right now. Very blanket term, I know, but <laughs> the rap in general, I know there's a lot of sub genres of rap, but I'm I'm really deep. I love anything that's lyrically fascinating to explore. I don't know. <laughs> I do a lot of yoga. I wrote down yogi, but I, that's not fair. Like a yogi is such a powerful title. <laughs> I was talking about my partner yesterday and he was like, yoga is kind of like your gateway drug into spirituality, which is true (laughs) and um, is definitely what started this whole journey of me even discovering any of this. Uh, And it was yoga and meditation in particular, both of which I thoroughly enjoy. Meditation in particular is one of my favorite hobbies and something that I participate in semi-regularly, if not daily. I am also a college dropout slash flunk out depending upon who you talk to. Uh, Both are true. (laughs) There was a lot of factors involved, but ultimately college was not for me. And it's doubly amazing because I was going to college for English ed. And the thought, the fact that I thought I was wanted to stay in the school system forever really baffles me now. But I think I had the right idea teaching. I like to teach, but I, I lost the plot a little bit, I think, when I decided to go into like public school teaching. (laughs) I don't think that was a good fit for me. I love to play video games, which I'm sure you already know about me. I love, love, love video games. I love Nintendo. I love um, shooters. I love FPS. I love skill-based competitive games where I can get better and better and better and climb the ranks. I love trying to get as good as I possibly can and 
I don't know. Video games are the best. Uh, they're my favorite way to uh, experience storytelling. And in a similar vein, I love anime and manga and cartoons. Some of my favorite ways to explore storytelling. I just like, I, I love learning languages. I love hula hooping. Uh, I Linguistics are fun. I love to make art as well. Like I love digital art right now. I'm really deep into web design again. Uh, I am also currently growing a an interest in mycology. I think mushrooms are some of the most fascinating creatures that have ever existed ever. I could talk at length about my adoration of mushrooms. So mushroom magic episode, definitely on the itinerary, <laughs> by the way. Uh, not magic mushrooms necessarily. I think that'll come up though, but the magic of mushrooms, check that out. It'll be great. But yeah, now, now I'm just pulling at, at strings here. I, I don't know. That's who I am. <laughs> and like I said, I, I'm more of a show don't tell. So anything that you're curious about, I just invite you to come along with me on this journey. I'm sure it will all be revealed to you because I'm a double Gemini and I will talk about it at some point. <laughs> So I think those are the basics about me. Uh, I'd love to get to know you guys too. If there's anyone listening that's like, oh my gosh, this is so relatable. Get in touch. I would love to talk with you, especially when this is so new and fresh. This is probably the best time to get in touch with me. So figure figure out a way to do that, I guess. No, just kidding. I, I do have an email. Oh, that's something I should have mentioned earlier, too. We do have an email for the oddcast, which is lazyphazyoddcast at gmail.com. So if you have any questions, comments, concerns, things you want to discuss, like, I don't care. Hit me up there. Uh, I I will read it at the very least. Uh, I can't promise a response, but I, I will read everything that comes through there. So, yeah, that's it about me. <laughs> I don't know how to transition from that into what we're about to do. Oh, one more thing before we jump into the tarot reading, which is what we're about to do. Uh, I did mention on episode zero that I was going to talk about something called the manifesto, uh, but I realized as I was preparing for this episode that I would not have time to talk about that today because I want to try to keep this around an hour, an episode. So forgive me. I, I think we're going to skip that. However, by the time that this episode airs, the manifesto will be on Phasey, uh, which should be under the the about me section. Uh, there should be a new place called manifesto there. So if you want to learn more about how phasey resonates and vibrates in the universe and how others can tap into the mindsets, ethics, and lifestyle of someone who is aligned with the phasey experience. You should check that out and just know that it's sort of our, for those who tune into the odd cast or for those who just participate in phasey in any way, even those that just you know buy a reading or um who have just sent a nice message to me being like i love your website like i love the space you created you know anyone who has participated or interacted with phasey in any way and are open to this world the, this this magic that phasey holds the manifesto should kind of lay out exactly what phasey magic entails and it's very special and something that I've been sort of working on and tweaking over the last few months. So I hope you read that. I hope you enjoy it sort of as like a summation of what this is all about and what I'm all about and what I'm here to share and teach, right? So just thought I'd bring that up real quick. With all that being said, I think it's time for us to get into the last leg of this episode, which is 
a lazy fazy tarot reading for anyone who has shown up here and who wants to receive it. Uh, I've already shuffled the cards. So for those who are listening, which is going to be most of you because it's a podcast, I will have a picture of the finished spread uh, for you to look at in the show notes on the episode archive. So once again, if you want to see the episode archive, it'll be at phasey.love slash oddcast. And everything you need to find will be right there. So if that if, if you need some a visual guide to see the cards that I pulled. And for those who are curious, today I'm using the Rainbow Tarot by, by Sol Lazo. They're awesome. They have amazing art. It's my main deck right now. This is my main squeeze. Sorry about my chair, by the way. I really got to use WD-40 on it. <sighs> okay, let's center ourselves. Me talking to myself. <laughs> Let me center myself. But I invite you as well. Let's see. I don't even know what question I, I was just sort of, I just sort of wanted to pull some cards today to look ahead, to think, to, to tap into just this phasey magic, right? What, what will this podcast hold for all of us? And what will be in store just for anyone tuning in over, I don't know. Oops. Oh my gosh. I'm making such an audio mess today. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to have to edit out so many like bumps and <laughs> like I've just I've been so noisy over here okay but anyway <laughs> let's pull the first card oh we got the king of cups the king of cups is a great card so when I think of the king of cups I think of someone who has a distinct mastery over their emotions and 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 like their dreams and their feelings and the king of cups is very controlled i feel it, it, this is a card about not losing yourself to the tides and the the waves crashing around you right uh cuz if you if you see the card uh in any way shape or form if you you could just look up like king of cups on google and you'll be able to see a few renditions of it but the the most popular way that it's depicted these days is a man a king sitting in a giant stone throne as it's floating in the ocean and they look generally very stoic and very straight-faced and are very calm and cool and collected which is really nice and i think that this is a message to me and to everyone to stay serene when things feel like they're all falling apart, okay? The King of Cups is such a good teacher when it comes to, like, not letting things that are outside of you control you. Uh, I think that a fear that comes with the King of Cups, and maybe if it were reversed or something, would be, like, being too stoic and, like, sort of bottling it all up and reaching a breaking point where, like, you've been holding it in for so long. But I, I think that... In a healthy fashion, the King of Cups is able to know when and how and where to respond to stimuli. And being very picky with where this energy is being outputted at all times. And I think that in reference to the Oddcast, this is relevant to me because I recorded episode zero and I was so excited. I just wanted to record episode one the next day. And... I, I had to like temper my emotions and be like, okay, you're allowed to be excited and eager. But we, pr I promised myself that I would stick to a schedule, right? And, and not letting my emotions, even though they were positive and excited, to not let that sway my flow 
was really important for me, right? And and a really important decision that I had to make because I could have in that moment just been like, I'm going in, like I'm recording episode two, three, four, like I'm eager, eager beaver. But it's all about like, I know that if I start off on the wrong foot, that it's going to be really hard for me to continue a healthy flow. And a healthy flow, that's such a good word and and phrase for the King of Cups. It's a healthy flow. But that's sort of our anchor card. So I'm going to pull a couple more. I think I'm going to pull four cards. So this will be, that was my first one. I just pulled two more. Both are majors, by the way, Major Arcana. So we got the Magician and Justice, (laughs) which is really daunting, I must say. It's interesting because we got, we're anchored into the King of Cups, which it's funny because I use that verb or that phrase a lot, which is anchor card. And I don't know, the King of Cups is like literally anchored as they flow through the ocean. I don't know, with like that big stone throne. I don't know. It's very interesting. Then we have sort of as its limbs, we have the Magician and Justice. And the Magician is such a Yang card. This is like a, do it. This is like a very action-oriented, like, you have all the tools you need, so just, like, get going, okay? So this is for anyone who's listening and who is really excited about a project or or even if they're not feeling inspired. This The, the magician always encourages movement. This is not a stagnant card, right? It, and it's interesting because I think The King of Cups is asking us to anchor ourselves mentally, spiritually, emotionally, but we are being asked to move forward with the Magician. Uh, The Magician who's quite exuberant and extroverted and is here to perform and to create the space of play. I think the the magician's very playful, sometimes to a fault. I think the magician can also be quite sneaky. Like I feel like I feel like at, at its worst, magicians can appear to be doing a lot of movement, but are literally just doing it for show. So, and that's why I, I use the word yang because to me yang energy. I talk about yin and yang energy a lot, and I to me yang energy is like inspired creativity. It is this deep sense of movement and flow right that comes with the magician and and i mentioned the phrase earlier like you've got everything you need and that's because the magician's often pictured with all four suits on the card itself so there's usually a cup pentacle sword and a wand available for for him to use for for them to create with Right. And so the magician often comes up where it's like, oh, I'm not good enough. I don't I, I don't have enough time. Oh, but I need to buy this before I can do that. This is a message. You have what you need. So now it's time to go. Now it's time to move. Right. And then on the other limb, we have justice, which is very she's she's very keen sighted, uh, eagle eyed individual, someone who is very fair when it comes to seeing how life is divided up for everyone they because i think of a judge right with justice and like how they just need all the facts and how they have to sit there and be this pinnacle of understanding and of clarity and the only way that they can achieve that is by staying unbiased so it's kind of interesting it's like there's so much energy right now around us that's like 
tempering your expectations, tempering your energetic output, but doing it anyway, right? Like when you feel inspired, do it, but also making sure that you're staying firm and focused on the path ahead and making sure that you're creating the right foundations in order to pursue what you desire in a safe and comfortable fashion. With justice showing up as well, it's it's so, I think like, in my opinion, it's not really an opinion, actually, now that I think about it, like justice is ruled by Libra. And Libra, another we got we got some air sign energy, right? And I mean, it makes sense because she's holding justice is holding the scale. So it makes sense that it's ruled by Libra, which is also represented by a scale. And it's all about making sure that you can show up to whatever you're doing and wherever you're going in a way that benefits our clarity of mind. We this is not a time to be overwhelmed or bogged down by our ideas. Like it's 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 a time to and if you have a lot of ideas in your head, it's time to prioritize. Like what do you want to do the most? What do you want to share the most? Start there. But do something, says the magician. And make sure before you do something that it's rooted in an emotional clarity, says the King of Cups. And then for the last card that I want to pull, oh, <laughs> of course, I pull you for the bottom of the deck, uh, is the Ace of Swords. Good ideas, right? This is the, any ace is the purest form of the energy that it's attached to. So swords are air energy. Air energy is all cognitive, okay? And all idea-based and communications-based, right? And so when we have an ace of swords, this is all about new ideas, new passions, new ways to conjure up and, and, pontificate about your passions and goals there, there is like an air of seriousness about the ace of swords i feel though because i think that ideas are one of the easiest things that can run away from us and like i said there's so many the, the three previous cards are so rooted in like make sure this is planned well make sure that you're emotionally ready for whatever journey you're about to go on make sure that you have the energy to do the things you want to do and that you're not setting yourself up for failure, right? But the Ace of Swords also just nuts the idea that, in general, you have a lot of things you want to share with the world, right? And I think that if you're coming into this lazy, phasey, odd cast stage, right, and, and playing with us here and, and playing with the magics and energies that are born from here, then... You are being invited to participate in this tarot dance that I have pulled out. This is definitely resonating with me too, just telling me to take my time and follow my rules and uh, no expectations, right? Just keep doing what I'm doing and do it well, do it with thoughtfulness, do it with integrity and authenticity. Uh, the King of Cups says to stay secure in my thoughts and my feelings and not get spirited away by too much joy or too much confusion, right? Uh, and sort of allow whatever chaos comes my way to just 
as long as I can stay chill and stay focused around all of it, like if I can find myself in sort of an eye of the storm situation, then that sounds pretty good to me. And the magician says, like, do it, just do it, just create, just have fun, just let yourself get a little loose and be playful for sure. They're definitely a playful. And then Justice also comes in and says, yeah, play and have fun, but at least decide where you want that energy to go, right? Like this is not a time to sort of sling energy around. You can, you can afford to be particular and be strategic with how you are choosing to navigate this energetic uh, a pulse that the magician naturally emanates. And then the Ace of Swords just nods to the idea like, yes, you have a lot of ideas, you have a lot of plans, but use the rest of these three cards to sort of anchor you on this journey. Like I said, that that rings true with the way I'm approaching the podcast as well. So I, for those who are listening and those who are taking in this tarot reading, think about how this aligns with you. Think about the plans and the goals that you have rolling around in your head. Maybe see if you can prioritize one or two of them this week. <laughs> Maybe these these next, sorry, moving the mic. Maybe these next two weeks. I don't know. Uh, the, as, as we wait for the next episode. And the King of Cups being our anchor card. May we all together learn how to anchor into our home frequency so securely, so kindly, so powerfully that not even the wildest and most chaotic of waves shake us off of our path, off of our goals, and off of our magic. May we stay focused and secure and excited and empowered by the lives we live rather than feeling like we're out of control. And when things are out of control, which happens a lot, just because that's life, when, when things are out of control, may we learn to trust ourselves, to hold on to the steering wheel with a firm and steady hand. Not ignore it, not stuff it down, <laughs> not avoid it, but strategically conquer whatever comes our way while also still creating and, and pursuing our brilliant, beautiful ideas that we have rolling in our heads and do it with a fire in our hearts and a passion that ignites us and, and makes us feel excited and young and free and rewilded. <laughs> back in touch with our truest most honest versions and most magical versions of ourselves because that's what we do here we bring the magic into the mundane that's just that's just what we do yeah right but can't can't explain that but <laughs> that's it for me i think okay well <laughs> i'm bad i'm bad at this part i'm bad at the outros listen next episode will be in a couple weeks from now let me let me check my calendar so this one will be coming out on the 24th. So that means this next one should be coming out on August 7th. That's actually the day after my partner's birthday. Woohoo! 
Hey, uh, editing Dugsley here. Sorry to interrupt myself and to anyone listening, but I wanted to say that I actually got the date wrong <laughs> for the next episode. Uh, because of the way that the new moons are lining up, it's actually going to be three weeks until this next upcoming Lunation episode, which will be coming out on, instead, I said the 7th, I meant the 14th. Okay, so that's going to be coming out two days before the the new moon in Leo lunation. I apologize. Uh, so ignore everything that I say from here on out where I'm like, see you in two weeks. I actually literally mean three weeks. Okay, my bad. Thank you. I think that's all I gotta do. Thanks. Bye. That next episode will be our first lunation forecast. So this is going to be really good for those coming from Celestial Cafe we are going to be looking at the upcoming new moon cycle, which will be in Leo. And it's really exciting. We're going to be talking about things like supermoons. We're going to be talking about Venus retrograde, which is a really fascinating and expansive transit that's happening that I'm really eager to talk more in depth about. Uh, and all the astrological magic that's going to be meeting us for the next lunation cycle which is 29 and a half days we're, we're gonna be diving deep exploring all, all the shifts in the sky that mirror our little earthling bodies down here and i just want to say thank you again for listening i appreciate all of you if you would like to get in touch with me or or i don't know get to a little bit more dugsley magic you can check out phasey.love slash oddcast. Every, everything that you could possibly need is honestly on that website. I promise you. But I think, is that it? Is that all I have to say? Oh, yeah. So oh, we're, we'll also talk about, like, I think there's going to be, like, a Mercury retrograde and the stuff in the middle of the lunation, too. So that'll be interesting. So, okay, let me wrap up here. By the way, fun fact to those of you who have listened throughout this whole episode. <laughs> This is actually the second time I'm recording this. Uh, the first recording was actually broken. Uh, I don't know what happened to my audio. So I can't lie. I'm a little tilted. But I'm happy that I made this episode. Uh, this actually turned out way better than my first take, which is really fascinating. And once again, just thank you for your patience as I start to figure out this whole podcasting deal. Like, this is all very new to me, and let's just learn together. I'm excited. This, this, is, this is good. This is a good thing. And let's, let's just keep learning together. That's all I can ask. <laughs> all right. I believe that's it. Thank you all so much for tuning in. My name is Dugsley, and I will see you again in a couple of weeks' time. I hope you all enjoy... The ending of cancer season, by the time that this comes out, it'll be Leo season. So shout out to my Leos. I've got a lot of Leos in my life, and they're some of my favorite people. So I'm always in the mood for Leo season. And also, by the time this episode comes out, it will be, oh, it'll be a Libra moon. So happy Libra moon to everyone. Maybe today we can sink a little bit deeper into our inner justice tarot card and make more prioritized and particular choices as we leave our lives today well take care thank you for listening bye everyone bye 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 see you around bye god i gotta stop